Hey, welcome back to Street Riders. Hey, it's 10 minutes of riding motivation, inspiration, and activation. We're not the only ones activating. Mark, our friend, friendish, friend-like object via email, Annie Sarek, who runs an editing business, among other things. Mm-hmm. She runs a group called the TheEditingPen.com. She's mm-hmm. a professional editor and, and author. We met her through our friend Bob Palmer. If you need editing services, she is somebody to look to, but she was great enough to do a fantastic call out to us on her newsletter. And unprompted, she gave us some attention and love to street writers here. So we, we appreciate that and respect that. So giving it back to her. Thanks, Check Annie. Out. Yes, check out her stuff at TheEditingPen.com. And it's always nice, as I'm sure you'll attest, DC. We're a couple of knuckleheads who have had <laughs> had successes in different places and had failures in other places. And you always wonder, 100 episodes in, what the hell are we doing? So it's always nice when like a real pro like Annie actually loves the show. Exactly. I like, oh, okay. <laughs> I guess we'll do it another week. Okay, exactly. Definitely, Annie. You've pushed us to do it another week. <laughs> and... Uh, And we hope to have her on the show. We're looking forward to her accepting our open invitation to join us. Take a swing at this. It's tips, tricks, and slide a hand to power up your pencil and percolate your brain. I'm going back a couple weeks to that Rod Serling interview that got in my head, right? Uh I must be still living in a Twilight Zone episode, which is a fine place to, to be. There was another thing that came out of that discussion he was having with students yo many years ago. And it's a little related dialogue think. It's a dialogue test, almost. Ask yourself two questions as a writer when you're writing dialogue. The first question is, would I say it? Right? Mm. And the second question is, if I heard it, would I believe it? And and that's it. Nice. And the first part of it is like, would I say it? I take is not meaning, would I say it myself? But would my character say it? Or maybe would any human being say it? Right, right. <laughs> you know, we we right. purposely didn't include a, a section on the, the podcast of we've got They Beat Us to the Punch. We don't have, we'd like to beat it to a pulp because you could really <laughs> kind of go down the road of things that are really awful in terms of writing. But right. I saw the Mortal Kombat movie, <laughs> God knows uh. why, last week. And they had a woman who was supposed to be a SEAL team expert, a military professional. I think her, her name must have been Major Exposition because at one point she just comes out and says, well, I was on mission in Kandahar. I came across a cave with these carvings on the wall, which illustrate (laughs) fighters from across time and dimension who are in some epic confrontation and on and on. Uh, Not that a character like that couldn't reveal those details, but that that surling dialogue test of, would, would I say it? And if somebody heard it, would they believe it a complete and epic fail? Wow. So those are the moments I think you just test yourself out with with dialogue, and it's an easy one. And if it's there, yes, great. So that, to me, it, it, it kind of is the, the process of writing. If, if you stick with this ridiculous thing as a hobby or a craft or a profession or some combination therein, I feel that you're, you're always going to start from your own inner voice, right? They always say, right, when we've talked about this and you recall something that you had or you observed or something, and it comes from your voice. Mm-hmm. So that's a good training session because it's, literally that's what Rod said. Would I say it, right? Right. Then you evolve, right? And, and I think if you're true to yourself here, you evolve and that becomes, would I say it? Or like you said, Dan, would the character I created say it? And that's a key distinction. Yes. And what that requires is you 
being so vested in that character and doing all that work that will never show up in the dialogue, but knowing that character so well mm-hmm. that you can then use that statement to say, nah, 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 nah. This, this bellhop from Pakistan would never say that. That character is you. He's inside you or she's inside you. But you have to do that work in order to get to that point. So mm-hmm. it's a simple statement, and it works great if you're doing a, a soliloquy or a monologue or about your life or an event that happened in your life, which we all do. But if you're going to take that and make that a basis of what what really happens, you have to know that character that you've created so well mm-hmm. that a red flag goes up because, like you say, someone didn't know this character from Mortal Kombat because, like, Nobody would say that. And that's or no right. human being might even say that. Like no no exactly. like there's marbles in the mouth from your and the words just don't flow together and it just sounds like we gotta cover this off. I'm just gonna have this character say it in a way that is almost like the bullet points of something. And I think you've got to believe that the ear could actually hear it. Right. And obviously it's all coming from you, the writer. So you're covering both of those bases. The first question, would I say it? has to expand out if it's not your again if it's not a biography about you it has to expand out to this character you created sure and then you're giving the words but the second half is that other personality in you has to hear it that's where the red flag comes up it's like nah this fighter pilot from 3030 would never say that well you have to have built that character so that you would know that right mm-hmm. or and, and if you don't do the work you end up with that Mortal Kombat. Sorry, Mortal Kombat, I didn't see you, but I take Dan's word. But that's the problem. And you know, Stephen King mentions that in his book on writing as well, that idea of the dialogue sounding so expository that you're like, why did you put this in? The Serling test. Got a tip to share that we'll believe? <laughs> Send it to streetwriters.podcast at gmail.com. They lead us to the punch admiring the craft or being jealous of it well like after talking all about reading in a prior episode and how important it is i'm going to go yeah. into a podcast so of course I, I, of contradict course, yourself you know, contradict myself but i i can't help but love i'm a big fan of jb smooth he was the character leon in in uh, curb your enthusiasm and and he is just a brilliant man you should you should listen to his podcast with on conan needs a friend because you'll he, he actually has two podcasts and the Conan usually does one, but the second podcast he did with Conan was because JB Smooth was announcing his new podcast and it was supposed to be a five minute plug, but JB Smooth is just such a ranter that they had so much fun. It became another episode. So check those out. But more importantly is JB Smooth's podcast, which is called may I elaborate and okay. it's daily wisdom from JB Smooth. I love the whole premise of it. Cause if you him, he's a cursing, funny, wild man. And what they do, he and his partner, Miles, they take a quote, a daily affirmation quote, could be a Zen quote, could be a you know spiritual quote, whatever. They okay. take that daily affirmation and J.P. Smooth then interprets it. And I can't help but laugh at his interpretations. It's the other thing that we personally would love is it's it's five days a week, 10 minutes, 15 yeah, minutes, no nice. longer than that. So you can start your day with it. They give you a quote and I'll paraphrase one of the quotes and just to give the example is, it was this idea of live your life and 
enjoy it, but tell no one. Find the things that bring passion to you, but tell no one. Make it your life and always your life, but tell no one. So you can see these Zen interpretations of of <laughs> somehow when, when you Jamie, fail when you fail to master your rage, rage becomes your master. <laughs> right. Well, but but what's great is the JB Smooth just starts ranting, and and Miles has a very calming voice, so he stays on kind of the Zen approach. But JB Smooth's turning to talking about it's like when you fart in a room, you know, don't tell no one or hold that fart in. And it becomes like, how did you get to there from there? It's totally crazy. And then Miles at the end of it kind of pulls it back into what did that quote really mean? And it actually has some value, but it's just, if you, if you're looking at Zen, if you follow Zen and stuff, there is a sense of humor to this stuff, yeah. but his is just great. So I can't recommend it highly enough. May I elaborate by J.B. Smoove? I'm all over that. That's my next <laughs> listen. What writing is knocking you out? Tell us about it at anchor.fm slash streetwriters slash message. Hit us with your best shot. It's time to get no street with us. I think this goes back to your up taking on different things. You're under mm -hmm. pressure purposefully. Mm -hmm. I took on something I hadn't done before which was a, a project to name a business. So it was a, it was a kind of a cool thing hmm. where a client had a client of their own, a business in an industry I'd never heard of before uh, called a pack-out business, hmm. the sort of business that deals with if there's a disaster and a pack-out business comes in, packs out all of the objects that are still salvageable. They take them back to a clean facility, they do ultrasonic cleaning and care and salvaging and stuff, and then they bring them back. I'd never heard of this. It makes complete wow. sense. Right. But, but anyway, there was a business through this client that wanted to create a business of their own around this. And mm -hmm. so it was a learning about the industry, doing a naming exercise, doing descriptor lines, creating a rationale for the names mm -hmm. for the presentation. That was a cool one to play with. Recharges the battery, right? Yeah. Kinda, you know, get, be a little intimidated at first and then get past it and then say, oh, that was cool. And right. then opens up some uh, synapses and maybe and breaks some scar it. tissue. Exactly. You just write it. Well done, my friend. All right. Grease, grit, and crime in COVID time still happening. We're going to jump on that one next. And you got the story maze, Dan? I got the story maze. Keep looking at that. Keep reading that if you don't mind. Storymaze.substack.com. There are a lot of URLs in this episode. There you go. <laughs> Be sure to subscribe. Leave that review, please. And connect with us at streetriders.podcast at gmail.com. Tell your friends to listen and their friends too. Take it to those streets. And fight. Right. <laughs>